0: hey everyone welcome to your first digital product a show that helps maxed out service providers create their first digital product so they can gain an additional income stream grow their impact without increasing one-on-one work and experience more time freedom on the show i talk to business owners who have launched digital products and dig deep into how you can create launch and market your first digital product i'm your host renee morozowich let's go Hey, everybody. Today, I'm here with Nathan Ingram, and Nathan is the creator of Monster Contracts, battle-tested contracts for WordPress client work. As the founder of Advanced Coaching, Nathan is a gross coach for WordPress business owners, helping them become more successful in their businesses. Hey, Nathan, how are you? Hey, Renee, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm so excited good. you're here. Oh, I'm you excited! Have, Thanks. You have stuff to talk about. I am. I'm really excited. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about you, like your bio? You know, that's me reading it. You tell us in your own words. Sure.
1: So, uh, I guess it all starts like I go back to working with clients since about 1995, doing stuff on the web. So that's nice. the year I first built and sold a website, and I've uh, been in the web business working with clients ever since then. And out of that has grown uh, a you know coaching practice. Uh, The work I do with iThemes training, uh, training other people who build and manage sites for clients, and then, uh, uh, of course, monster contracts.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. So before we talk about that, because I don't think that was your first product, let's go back to your first digital product. Tell us about that, what it was, who was the audience, you know, just kind of some background on that.
1: Sure. So um, I guess I started coaching seven or eight years ago. It's 2023. Yeah. So uh, eight years ago now. And in those conversations, I realized I was repeating the same information over and over again, right? So I thought, well, I should really record this and create some courses, right? Because who doesn't want to have a course? Yes. Uh, that was the thing, right? Like, you should have courses. So sure, mm-hmm. why not? So I recorded uh, some material, put together three courses, and uh, it did moderately okay. It did okay. <laughs> I was definitely not going to retire on that income, but <laughs> it was nice. it was helpful to people. It was accessible. It was a product. It was out there. It was nice where, you know, whereas I could have a coaching call with someone and there's an hourly rate for that. But then, you know, this it's just out there and people could buy it. It was great not to have to kind of to get out of the dollars for hours, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mentality with a product. And so that was helpful. And it let people, you know, for less than an hour of coaching, they could access nine, 10 hours of material that we pretty much cover in most of the initial conversations anyway. So that
0: mm-hmm. it was good. Nice. So you had clients who did the one on one with you and then you also had the courses. So was one like a lead into the other? Would people do the one on one with you and then buy the course or would people or the other way or were these just two separate groups of people? So how did that work?
1: Yeah, that's really interesting because I did it a couple of different ways. And I mean, honestly, like there's no master plan for me in a lot of this. I kind of (laughs) got into it and figured it out. Yeah, this product exploration is all one big experiment, anyway, yes. right? So yes, it I'm, totally. I'm is. naturally suspect of anybody that just thinks they can jump into it and have it all together, and that's their story. I'm like, mm, I don't think it probably. Yeah, happened that yeah. Way.
0: Tell me, yeah. What? Tell me what happened. Yes, and yeah, I totally, so, I agree with you. that exactly. Experimentation mm-hmm.
1: for sure. So for me, it was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm already presenting on iThemes training. I've got these talks, and like I've been at WordCamps. And I've got these talks, and so I'm going to record a lot of these. Things that I was talking about at WordCamps and on iThemes training and in coaching conversations are shared problems that like everybody faces. Mm-hmm. Some of the details are different, but the issues are the same. Uh, and so I decided, well, I'm going to record those. And uh, it was helpful, especially back when I was traveling in a lot of WordCamps. Uh, I could say, hey, did you grab a course? You could hire me for a, you know, as a coach, but I would suggest starting here because mm-hmm. it gives you a basis. We'll have like a shared language at that point if you want to start in some one on one coaching. Uh and so the course is led into coaching but then also one of the models that I use for coaching is uh, it's kind of a a hybrid group one-on-one model. Okay. So um it's it's a it's a small group. I only have six slots. It stays really full, but there's a one-on-one call each month and then we have a group call where everybody brings an issue to the group and mm. it's kind of like a mastermind. So for the people that were in that group which is a a, a more committed group Uh, I gave access to the courses so I could during the conversation say, "Okay, you need to go watch this video. And rather than me just explaining it to you here, just go watch that video and it's going to answer that question.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that as like a supplement to other things, like so many ways that you could do this. Oh, I love that so much. So just in case my audience isn't familiar with WordPress, I mean, I I think people are. But hopefully at some point other people will be listening uh, or watching. Um, But so WordCamps are basically just like WordPress conferences, so conferences that people go to and they talk about WordPress, so people in the the business. So like at this point, you're basically talking to your peers. You are some steps ahead of them. Maybe they just started. Maybe they've been doing it for a couple of years. But, you know, you've blazed the trail, you know, in dealing with like client problems or process profits, all that stuff. Um, And you're like, okay, hey, don't make these same mistakes I did you know, do this other thing instead.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay, cool. yeah. yeah. And so, you know, what I always tell people is, look, like I, I have, you know, I have shed the blood. I have made the mistakes. <laughs> so if, if I can spare you from any of that mm-hmm. agony through a conversation, I'm happy to do that.
0: Yes, because those problems are not fun, like those client problems. No. And when, you know, just, you know, things that just kind of keep you up all weekend and ooh, yeah, no good. Yeah. So Yeah,
1: The the amount of stress that I've lived through in my world, like Mm -hmm. it's
0: it's no fun. And if I can, you know,
1: if we can help people not experience that, that's a good thing.
0: Yes. And I think a lot of us are freelancers and, you know, that like that's just a different it's a different thing. Like you don't have a boss who is like, do this thing. Like you're just kind of on your own figuring it out. You didn't go to like freelance school. Maybe you've taken some classes in whatever, you know, but it really depends. So like having somebody who has done this and done it successfully, right? Somebody who has, like I said, blazed the trail and like y- you've you tested these things, they work for you. So they work for other people too. So I think that's really valuable.
1: Right. Yeah. And, th- and that's the goal is, you know, find somebody and everybody, no matter what line of work you're in, everyone should have someone who's a few steps ahead of them that they mm-hmm. can look to as a mentor just to help avoid all the common pitfalls. Mm-hmm. And also I think somebody that's maybe a few steps behind them that they can help come along and, you know.
0: Yes, absolutely. We mentioned before that we started recording I'm presenting at WordCamp Phoenix next month. And, you know, part of my talk is, you know, this concept of like just basically kind of how the WordPress community works where you don't have to know everything about everything. You just have to know a little bit more than somebody else. Somebody who's just a couple right. steps behind you or a couple steps higher on the ladder, whatever it is. And then you you turn around and help them. And then you get help from the people a couple steps ahead of you. So and how valuable that is, like somebody who's just a couple steps ahead of you, they remember what it's like to feel how you feel. It isn't like they're so successful now that they don't even remember what it was like. Exactly. They, they, it was recent that they felt like you feel and, and know what you know. That's really what I love about the the community, but also just that model of and it also it opens things up for, you know, we don't have to wait to help other people. You know, we know enough. Right now, as is that we can help somebody you know who's right. just coming up, so Absolutely. there's my soapbox <laughs> yep.
1: couldn't agree more. It's gonna be a yeah. great talk,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have any problems like creating or launching? Did you just record the conference talks? Did you sit down and record them differently at home? like what what did the creation process look like in those those courses?
1: Yeah, yeah, so all of the all of the material in the courses I had. I mean, they were already, they existed already. So I actually didn't have to create anything. It was already talks I'd given in other places or, you know, on I think it's training or, you know, whatever. And so I already had a PowerPoint. And I just sat down and recorded it like t- totally low tech, you yes. know, basic microphone, no camera, just screen <laughs> share. Uh, and yeah, it, it was, it was very, very low, low cost uh, time and, <laughs> and virtually no money investment. <laughs>
0: And you didn't overthink it. And you weren't no. like, I have to edit this and make it super fancy, whatever. Like, Because I think the content speaks for itself. But we let these other things get in the way. Like, it has to be this or it has to be that. Or, you know, that's not important.
1: Done is better than perfect. And Yes, that's, exactly. Know, at, yeah. at some point, you know, one of my mentors, Corey Miller, who was founded iThemes, said, you know, just launch. Like, just mm-hmm. launch. Yes. Iter- iterate later. Yes. But just launch. Get mm-hmm. it out there.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Okay. So those, so anything else you want to say about those products? So you don't have those available now, but you still have the coaching. So kind of what happened then with that, that you just were like, okay, I don't need these anymore. Or, you know, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So uh, currently the courses are not on my website. That's a project for this year. I sure hope we can get it done. I'm kind of repackaging the way I do coaching. So after having done this for years and had you know, hundreds, maybe over a thousand conversations, Ooh. you know, in, in a coaching sense with people. Um I've just, there's a better way, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a better way to uh, approach some of these issues. And so I'm, I'm rebranding and repackaging the way I'm doing. Uh, it's, it's going to be kind of a hybrid of courses and coaching um that I think is going to be really helpful to people. So Ooh, that's exactly. Uh, I just wanted to pull what I, you know, some of the material was a little old, mm-hmm. like it's good grief. It's, Seven eight years old now probably mm-hmm. so uh, it was it's time to refresh anyway mm-hmm. uh, and so then I really hadn't been promoting them so I pulled them from the website and this year we'll have uh, something new created and
0: out there nice nice and I think with that you know we it, th- these digital products you know don't just last forever people are like you create it once and then it sells for all eternity like even if the concepts are the same yeah like you mentioned you might have a different way to frame it or in that that sort of like iterating process. Like you can get it out there, let people use it and try it. You've already validated it. You know, the presentations were successful. You created something that you knew was going to work. You have people who are, you know, ready to purchase it and, you know, working on it over time. So I just think that's like a great overall strategy, even though maybe that wasn't the strategy from the beginning.
1: Sure. Honestly, I've fallen into most of the strategy that I've, you know, (laughs) that I'm using today. Like it's, I wish I could say, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I went up on this mountain and I had this, you know, great creative yeah, experience no. <laughs> and I came down with the perfect plan. And it's just I mean, I'm sure there's some people that can do that. I am not one of them. But,
0: but I like that, you know, the, the strategy kind of is do it, do a thing. And I, I just think that's such a, a that's a better strategy in my mind because it's more realistic. But I think a lot of times we let these let other things kind of stop us from doing the thing. Just do the thing. And then you can figure out like what you want to do differently or change it. Like it's not, you know, everything on the web is, you know, even though the Wayback machine is there, you know, you can change it immediately. It's like whenever you launch a client site and they're like, ah, it's like, it's okay. We can just change that picture right now. It's, it's not a problem. So, you know, but you can't change it unless you, you do it. So do it, launch it. I I, I just think that's a good strategy.
1: Yeah. Just launch.
0: Yes. Launch (laughs) it. Uh, Maybe that's what I should have called this podcast. Um, but anyway, so you have some other products. So you have Monster Contract. Do you want to talk about yeah, that?
1: Yeah. Sure. This is another one of those things. It's yeah. like, why didn't I think <laughs> about this better at the beginning? But uh, the, one of the lessons out of the courses I put together was by far, without like no question, the most positive feedback I got on my courses was oh, you're including the contract that you've built and used in mm-hmm. your business. And that was the most valuable piece. Of the courses in the systems course, mm-hmm. I provided a contract template based on the contract that over 25 years of working with clients, we've, you know, made, I mean, in my opinion, pretty darn bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I thought, okay, what I've done here, duh, is I've buried the lead. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, oh, if you want a contract, well, you got to go to the course, and then this course and then that lesson, that needs to be the thing. Mm-hmm. So instead of it being a part of something bigger, it needs to be the thing that I sell. Uh, and so I took the, the the contract and built some other things around it and called it Monster Contracts. And that's based on a, a talk that I'd given many, many times at different WordCamps and other venues, online conferences and so forth, um, called Dealing with Problem Clients, Building Fences Around Friendly Monsters. So mm-hmm. Monsters was a thing. Uh, and I called it Monster Contracts and got it out there. And it's done very well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I love that it was in there, but it was kind of buried. It's like, oh, look, there's a little diamond down here. Exactly. Like We should be showcasing that more. And so it's so important for people. Right. Like people don't have contracts. You're like, wait, you don't have a contract. I don't care what your contract is. Like put a contract out there. Yes, get a good one. Work on it over time. Um, You know, get monster contracts, whatever it is. But like at least have one. Like it's so right. important. So important.
1: It is. And people either have something very, very simple. They, they've grabbed the contract killer or something like yeah. that that's out mm-hmm. there. It's just basic one pager. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. Or they have this really complicated legalese document that they can't understand yes. either. And That's not Mm -hmm. enough. So it's got to be in the middle Mm -hmm. somewhere.
0: And that's that's scary. Like I had one of those two, you know, at the beginning, like I didn't know. And I bought like a billion dollar contract that I couldn't read it. And then I would send it to somebody and they would come back with wanting changes. And I didn't know what to do because I didn't know what it said. So then I'd have to go back to my attorney. And, you know, it was that was not not a great way forward. So having something that you can read and understand and people can read and understand, I think, is really, really valuable. And you've made this a subscription too. So tell us about that. So it's not just like a one-time digital product. It is a subscription. So how does that work?
1: Yeah. So there are things on the web that are constantly changing. Privacy laws, accessibility issues. You know, what is the issue of today? You know, next year it's going to be something else. How do you deal with that? How does the contract stay up to date? So I thought, well, we'll create a subscription where for a small percentage of the initial purchase, you stay connected, and every time a new contract is published, you have access to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also allow members to uh, submit suggestions, and if we roll those into the contract, then you know we give them a, a free annual subscription. So that part hasn't done as well as I've wanted it to, and it's probably my fault. I need to do some more things around that uh, to make it more effective. But uh, I still think it's a good feature, but uh, we just need to do a better job of promoting it or enticing people to you know, provide their their changes. Mm -hmm. But selling something is good, having a subscription is better because it funds future development and keeps the creator interested in the product and and so forth. So
0: yeah, and keeps the people connected to you. They don't just buy the thing and then go off. You know, you keep them it's because the the cost of getting a new client or customer is a lot, but you know, helping an existing one is is less less of a cost. And I, I like this this subscription because I haven't seen too many exactly like that. Right. Most subscriptions it is you buy the thing and you pay the same amount every year or pretty close to the same amount and yours is you don't pay as much i don't know if there's a percentage um but you know the the upfront fee which again is not a lot but then it's just a small fee every year so i like that sort of model and and haven't seen that in a lot of places so yeah. options ideas
1: yeah, so like for us it's a $199 product, but then the annual subscription in the the following years is $39 a year. And what that lets us do is, you know, stay engaged with the product. We bring in an attorney at least every year to review the contract and, you know, get some additional opinion on how things ought to be done. Uh and so it funds that and and yeah, it it makes it continue to be an evolving document for mm-hmm. members.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um and do you want to talk about the book and ebook that you have?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So okay. This kind of came between the courses and the contract, but uh, the talk that I mentioned that is the namesake of the monster contract is this dealing with problem clients, building fences around friendly monsters. I had a friend that you should really put that into a book. Now I usually do something over the Christmas New Year (laughs) timeframe where we're we're kind of down. You know, December is usually kind of slow. The first couple weeks of January are kind of slow uh, for client work, so I usually do some sort of project internal. Project uh, and I'm, okay, well, I'll just I'll take this four or five weeks and write this book. And so I went to a Starbucks three nights a week that was right around the corner from my house and just put on some headphones and head down and wrote. I mean, it's not a huge book; you could read this probably in an evening or two, if that. <laughs> like it's it's hundred and six pages, um, very easy to read, and it's it's essentially the uh, the points of the talk that I gave, but it's half fiction half nonfiction. It's a lot of fun. Uh, If I was going to do anything different with this, I would have brought in a a book marketing professional to help me launch this correctly. Mm -hmm. Because like we were saying before we started recording, I've made dozens of dollars with this book. (laughs) You know, and it's... (laughs) It's just sort of a labor of love and it's out there. I've got, I say, I got a book, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I think it's helpful. It's it's a fun, easy read that has some good stuff in it, but I would probably have marketed it much differently. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was planning to market it just with in-person speaking events back when I was doing 15 to 20 word camps a year before COVID, but then COVID, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, I just haven't really done much with it since then.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I just like that it's out there and like that you did it and, you know, you can do things with it now if you want to change it or... You know, do a different version, or expand it, or make it part of something new. Like you have a ton of options, um, because you have done it. Like so, I just think that's exactly. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So do you, do you have any other any other things you want to talk about those products or anything else you want to talk about or do you just want to give us your two to three things that you recommend for someone who's creating their first product?
1: Yeah. So if you're thinking about creating a product, um. For most of us that are, you know, we're engaged in our main line of work. If you're doing that at a high level, the chances of you having a lot of time on your hands is probably low, right? So, and one of the, the, the comments I get from people who kind of look in on what I'm doing and uh, they always ask like, how are you doing all the things you're doing? Because I'm coaching, I run an agency, I do, I, I'm a host at iThemes training. Uh, I've got monster contracts. Like, How do you do all those things? And mm-hmm. the, the, the reason that I can do what I'm doing and, and stay sane, is there's alignment. So when you're thinking about a product, it needs to align with all the rest of the things you're doing. So if like for me, and the way that flushes out for me is my core business is agency work. I, we build and manage WordPress sites for clients. Uh, from that work, I'm able to do training on iThemes. I'm able to do coaching from my experience. The product, monster contracts comes out of my agency contract. So as we make changes and learn things and working with clients, it flows uphill to monster contracts and so Mm -hmm. forth. So everything is aligned. Like if I was doing one work over here and then had this product in this completely different area, that's not going to work. Like I'm going to go crazy with that. So but if you can keep everything aligned, then, you know, your chances of being successful are greater. Uh, Mm -hmm. The other thing I would suggest for people who are thinking about a digital product is, you know, and maybe what that product ought to be is like, look at what you're doing. What is the secret sauce? Like what is the thing you do really, really well? and then how can you train others or help others? How can you productize that thing? like for me, uh, one of the things we do really well in our agency is manage clients, mm-hmm. right you know and not from a project management perspective, but more like an emotional intelligence, you know working building yeah. a system that kind of helps keep clients flowing and moving and informed and you know feeling in the loop and communicated with and so from that little bit of secret sauce i built a talk i wrote the book i'm doing some coaching and we've got this contract that's the rules of the road for keeping these projects in line so that's the secret sauce of the agency is this contract and all the systems that are contained in it and so we productize that and it works mm-hmm. and it's easier to market a product where there's authenticity behind it like i can stand mm-hmm. behind monster contracts and say like I'm in this world, I'm neck deep in client work. I know this product will keep you safe from your clients because it works for me. Mm -hmm. And so you can speak with authority and have authenticity and there's not any, you know, fluffy sales language really it's necessary because you're speaking from truth in your own experience. So Mm -hmm. that's what I would have to say for people who are thinking about building something.
0: Yeah. What made you decide to market to your peers? Because I've talked about this on the podcast before about, you know, there's a couple different groups of people that you can market to like as a service provider. So your peers are one, uh, which is a little bit different. You could market to maybe people who potential clients who maybe can't afford you. So people who are like, oh, my budget is $1,000 and you start at $5,000 or whatever it is. So you could market to that group of people, something that doesn't tie to your time. Or you can market to people who will become your clients, um, trying to get them ready in some way. So those are kind of the three groups that I recommend. But what made you decide to work with your peers? Was it, well, you tell me.
1: With a Monster Contracts in particular, I kept hearing uh, in conversations of, I don't have a good contract. The way it uh, presents is, I've got this problem with a client. Oh, well, what does it say about that in your contract? And then mm-hmm. you're in the headlights. Oh, what do you mean yes. contract? Right. Yes. So it, you know, it presents these problems and problems working with clients. The percentage of people who have their contract buttoned down who are doing WordPress client work is very small, mm-hmm. uh, just in my experience and all the conversations that I've had. So I realized that was a need and I had something I thought would be a helpful solution.
0: Yeah. And I like that validation part, you know, that piece of like, OK. I know this works for me, I'm going to, and I see I see other people asking for it. Like a lot of times I think people make a product with no validation in there whatsoever. And, right. you know, that seems kind of like a waste of time. Right. Uh, so getting that validation, like people are asking for this or not so much asking, but people are presenting problems such that this could be the answer. So yeah, what right. problems are you hearing, you know, around you with your peers? You know, it sounds like you have some strong networking. I don't know if if all service providers have, you know, great, Networks of peers, but yeah, what problems, you know, problems with potential clients, problems with um, existing clients? Yeah, what problems are you solving? You know, that you already have a product, maybe you just don't know it yet.
1: Yeah. It's sort of similar to what I suggest to people on the agency side in coaching situations. And that's, you know, once you get your process defined and how you work with your clients, if there's a problem in that process, then it's an opportunity to create a service to solve the problem. When you identify the problem, then you can create a service and, oh, wait a minute, maybe this won't just work for my clients. Maybe it'll work for other people's clients, right? And so now you've got something that if you can take what you, you, you know, you've created this secret thing, your secret mm-hmm. sauce to solve this problem. How can I make that general enough uh, where it's still effective, but could be picked up, you know, put a handle on it to pick up and use by other people?
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I love it. So any last things that you might want to say uh, before you tell us where we can find you online?
1: Oh, goodness. So, you know, if you're thinking about creating a product, just again, look, look for that thing that you do really well and then just do it. Like, just get out there and do it. For me, it was sitting in front of a screen for a few hours and recording, like low, you know, very minimal investment. What's the minimal viable product that you can mm-hmm. get out there that you can test and see if people are interested in it. Right. And just right. ask the people, people who know you and like you are going to want to help you. So just put it out there. And ask for help from people mm-hmm. who might be, you know, potential customers and get them to look at it and evaluate it and just see if it's got legs. And if it does,
0: go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then you can pivot to something else. You can try you something go. else. You have other other things that you've done, you know, and this podcast is is hopefully for established service providers. So people who have been doing this for a while, they're not brand new at this. If they're established, they've been doing it and they're probably good at it. So you know, they didn't bail to go do something else. So they have some processes, they have right. some, you know, solutions to working with clients. So there is something in there. And, um, you know, just my, my thought of like, okay, let's get it out. Let's, you know, share it with the world because other people, you know, could benefit from it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. So where can people find you online?
1: Uh, I am at Nathan Ingram on Twitter. I am at Nathan Ingram.com, a site which will probably be relaunched with a, with a little bit different branding in a few months. Nice. Uh, and of course, monstercontracts.com.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for Nate's It's a lot of fun. Yay. Okay. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. I'd love to continue the conversation in your inbox. Email subscribe to hey at yfdp.show or sign up in the show notes to get bi-monthly emails about how you can create, launch, and market your first digital product. Can't wait to see you there.